It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews of the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Brendan Kelly and Chris McCoggan of the Lawrence Arms for Dynasty Podcasts and Do 312. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black, backstage at Metro for Dynasty Podcasts and Do 312. And I'm here with Chris and Brendan from the Lawrence Arms. How are you guys doing? Uh, terrific. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. Chris? Yes, I'm fantastic. Yeah, man. Good to see you, man. It's good to see you guys. I've had you guys both on uh, kind of separately over the last like year or two for various projects. So nice to be able to sit here now and talk about the Lawrence Arms. How do you guys feel being here back at you know Metro, being here for the new album, Metropole? Well, I mean, this place is uh, kind of our home like base as far as uh, you know the the, mo- the most modern iteration of our band. Since we got out of like playing basement shows and shit like that, this has been where uh, we've kind of called home, and so it's always it's always really nice to be here. I mean, you know, we know every single person that works here. It's like, it's, you know, this this is the my personally my favorite place to play in the world. So. Yeah, I mean, this I, this is clearly home for us for a lot of a lot of different reasons. Um, that's awesome. I, I I don't know. There's the, nowhere really better to play. This is like where it all comes together. I think for us in a lot of different ways and. Uh, so, yeah, couldn't be happier, man. It's like, uh, since the record's been out, we've done a lot of shows, and Chicago's kind of been, like, pushed to the back end of everything, and we're finally here, and it's been a while since the record's been out now. I mean, you know, a handful of months, and so, yeah, I think it's nice to finally be playing in Chicago in the place that feels, you know, you know like this is where we belong a little bit, so yeah. it's cool. Well, you know, the new album is out, and like you said, it has been a couple months, but it's still relatively new. It's called Metropole, and this is a unique album for a couple reasons, one of which is, like, this is the first record for Epitaph. How did that kind of happen, where you guys moved on to a new label, you know, after a number of years elsewhere? There's kind of two versions of this story. Um, (laughs) The the one version of the story is that... uh, you know, we had put out a record in so long that when we decided to start doing records again, it only made sense to like explore our options of like what was out there, what was still, you know, who was still interested in the Lawrence Arms. I mean, we didn't we didn't know when we decided to come back and make a new record, who's going to give a fuck whatsoever, you know, like in, including Fat, you know, and um, when everything came down to it, it's like Epitaph expressed interest. We had the opportunity to be on Epitaph. Chris and I have grown up loving the label since we were kids. And just in the spirit of like, you know what, man? We've Fat Records is amazing, and they've always been great to us. But we've had that experience of being a Fat Records band. We could also get the experience of being an Epitaph band out of this ride. Why would we pass that up? You know. And um, so it, it just it just seemed like just a good way. You know, just like the you know live live in life, man. Taking taking the taking the experiences you can when you when you when they get offered to you and you know absolutely I mean it's like I think it's crazy that so many years went by and people still cared about the Lawrence Arms to come see us but also that that there are other people interested in putting out music that we're making now is is rad and I mean when we went to Epitaph we're like sitting under the original against the grain painting it kind of you know, I mean, that's it's really cool. Uh, you know, those records were really seminal in, in our life. I mean, I remember seeing Bad Religion at Medusa's in like, what is that, like 93 or something, 92? Or, and 
so yeah, just such a cool opportunity, man. We've been really fortunate, and and things came together in a cool way. So. Was there like I mean, was there a legitimate concern that you guys were like, okay, we got this new record. It's been years. Were you guys really actually like? maybe like afraid that people had forgotten about Lawrence Arms because I, I feel like that's ridiculous but did that ever cross your mind or you know what man we played enough shows here and there that we I think there is the for all of us we knew that the, the catalog we had was able to keep people interested in the idea of the Lawrence Arms like in the way that people are interested in like say Journey because they played Don't Stop Believing. You know what I mean? And like people would people would come see us, people would have a great time. The idea of us like pushing forward and making new stuff, it's like that's always with any band that like has even like the slightest break in stride. And even for bands that don't, it's like always you put out new stuff and it's like what's what's the what's the reception gonna be like? And and for for a band that has taken so much time off, we're like some of our like, Sorry, I just had to shit out a bunch of ice there. Um, but uh, we're, we're like, where the um, the most recent album we have, some people are young enough to regard that as like a classic album that they, that like got them into punk rock. It's like, fuck, that's like a big thing to overcome. Can we as like older dudes like make a record that's like on par with everything we've done? I mean, that's... <laughs> you know? You you have you have just an avalanche of uh, of apprehensions, I'd say. Uh, and ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So let's, I mean, let's talk about kind of like the time in between records, because obviously there's like the EP, um, Butt, Sweat, and Tears, in like 2009. But for all intents and purposes, the last Lawrence Arms like full record was 2006. You know, kind of what was the reasoning for the gap? You know, for such kind of a long window between larger projects for the band, even though you guys were keeping busy with other things? Well, I think one of the things about this band um, that I think has always been really important to both of us, not just in this band, but in general, is that I think it would have been really easy for us to crank out another record, and maybe it would have been great, and maybe not, and uh, I don't know that there was an urgency like post, like in that, those few years after Oak Calcutta that really felt like it was it was right, like we'd been going really, really hard basically since our inception. I mean, like from 2000 through the O'Calcutta kind of cycle, you know, I mean, we were touring all the time and that's like, that was it. And, uh, you know, I think it was an important break for a variety of reasons and uh, maybe it took a little longer <laughs> than, than uh, either of us would have liked or thought, it, you know, but but it's important to make a record that it really feels like it wants to be made and you're doing something that feels like urgent and like you're excited about it. And I think it's important to take the break so we weren't just making records because, well, this is what we do. And now you like hit the cycle again and you're like in this band. And so, you know, you did the tours and now it's time to write a new record. And like, that's just never really like was us, I don't think so much. So like in some ways, I guess I see that as like, well, fuck it. We just kind of do do it how it feels right and how we want it, and I think it's been I think it's worked out for us. And so yeah, man, it's like you know to use like a cooking analogy, it's like there's a lot of bands out there that are like turn and burn steakhouses, and some of them are like downtown Manhattan turn and burn steakhouses, and they make great steaks, 
and they fucking do it a lot and they know how to fucking get through that cycle. But we are like your mom, the cooks, because we love you when we think you need a meal. That's, and, and it's like, you know, there's no point in making like fucking 200 steaks a night. It's like, we'd rather make the one steak that you like, you know? I mean, and I mean, I know that makes us sound like we're really, uh, you know, the, the most in touch uh, per personal band with our fans, but that's also true. Because we're the greatest. <laughs> right. It's supposed to, I mean, look, look, this is supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be exciting. And I think, you know, you can get kind of lost in just, in, in just feeling like you're supposed to do things a certain way. And I just don't. Uh, I, I think we're much better off as a unit and certainly in terms of like our output, like waiting till things feel feel right. Totally, and it, it is worth mentioning that it's not like we went away. Like, we continue to play shows, we continue to tour, we continue to go even overseas. You know, it's not like we yeah. took a hiatus or anything like that. Right. It's just like the, the we, we, we decided to cut out touring 300 days a year, which, I mean, you know, like, that's just something based on, like, just getting a little older and, like, not wanting to really chase the rabbit anymore. Just being like, you know what, fuck this. It's like, we aren't all-time low, no disrespect to all-time low or anything like that, but it's like, you know, we're not the kind of band that's like, oh, well, two or 300 days a year, a couple years, and then boom, stadiums, cool. You know, that's not, that's not the trajectory of the Lawrence Arms, and it's like at a certain point you realize that, and it's like, well, then why two or 300 days a year? You guys are making the steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, man. You know, and so obviously, like, each of you guys, and there's always been, like, other projects interweaving, coming in and out of Lawrence Arms, but, you know, during the, what people would probably, like, perceive as like the break or hiatus there was like wandering birds there was sundown or there was all these other kind of projects going on like what did that time off and the other ventures bring to the table when you guys really like reconnected and started making new Lawrence Arms music did all that kind of like extracurricular activity you know bring anything new to the mix or well, I think it definitely did because I think it's you know as a creative person, it's always important to be active in some way, and you know, even if those, you know, even if those records hadn't been made, like through, there would have been songs written and like other things going on, and and that stuff really, I think, feeds into, uh, to what we do like together, and I mean, I feel like I learned so much between Oak Calcutta and Metropole about like what like my shortcomings are and what my capacities are as a musician and things like that, what my strengths and weaknesses are. And I guess sometimes it takes, you know, probably takes like getting outside of like what you're comfortable with um, to recognize some of those things. So, so like when we went into the studio this time, I felt like we were so much more prepared for, um, I don't know, what I like to think of, I, th I think we worked at a fairly high level and a pretty good clip on this record. In the past, we've taken longer to make records in terms of like the tracking of it. And I just think we were much, there was like a focus and a clarity, you know, this time that probably some of that break and those other experiences, I, I think probably fed into a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that it makes a lot of sense. And it's also kind of like, you know, I mean, I could speak only for myself here, obviously, but it's like to step out and do something like a uh, Wandering Birds record that's like, uh, it's like really different. I feel like it's like, all right, I'm going to try some shit. I'm not really sure about it. It might work. It might not. Whatever. And then it's like, you kind of like, 
and then you do it, and it's like, okay, well, you know what, that was fine, that, that worked out, and like, I'm happy with the results, and you get back, I get back to doing the Lawrence arms with Chris, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's like, it's like training at altitude to do something that you're totally used to, you know what I mean? It's like, like, all of a sudden, it's like, you've got, like, all these skills you learned trying to do something outside of your comfort zone, and you can bring them back to what is essentially, like, what we've done forever. I mean, me and this guy have been writing songs together since we were fucking, what, 11, 12, you know? So it's like to, to take these experiences and, like, bring them back in, it was like, you know, it, 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 it just, like, I think it was really easy to be like, oh, yeah, this is what we're fucking awesome at and, like, really, like, hone in on how to make this, like, the right, the right sounding record for the time. You know, one of the things that stands out on the record, like upon subsequent listens, is that it's really a record that deals a lot with like growing up, being a certain age, kind of like maybe being, uh, you know, a little bit more senior in the standing of the band or kind of like a little bit more elder statesman. So, like, how did that play into like the songwriting and just kind of the whole story of the record? You know, it, it never really came up is the thing it's like it just is <laughs> it's just how it is man it's like i think chris and i have always been you know like like chris was saying before like we've both been real cognizant and critical of a lot of our favorite bands as they've aged and grown older and i think that we've always been really critical of our peers as they like veer away from like i hate to use the cliche but like writing what you know and just like just like a genuine expression of what you're doing and I think that for us, I mean, you know, we, we did grow up together and we did, like, develop a lot of the same ideas about, like, how, you know, like, what's total bullshit and what's cool. Um, we developed those together by talking to each other about it. And so when we made this record, we, we didn't talk about that at all, but we were just on the same page because that's what's happening in our lives. I mean, because we're just we're, we're just getting older. And you know, it's like, you take eight years off from writing a record, it's like, what's the biggest difference? It's like, oh yeah, same Lawrence Arms. There's fucking Chris over there, there's Brendan over there, there's Neil over there. Oh yeah, we can still play, we're still tight, we still know all this shit, what's the difference? We're in like our late 30s instead of our late 20s. You know, it's like, that's a fucking difference. And, and also, you know, man, it's like, I think, like, there's a lot of different ways to go about, like, making a record and writing songs, and, but it's important to synthesize, I don't know, I think for a Lawrence Arms record, it's really important to synthesize the experience of where you're at and what's happening in, in this time, you know, it's like, that's, uh, like, if we just, like, wrote another record about what we were writing about, you know, 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, it's just really a retreading, not only retreading, it's just kind of like totally phony. Yeah. And then you become Avril Lavigne and you're still trying to pass yeah. off as like 15 in your right, songs exactly. and you're like, you've already been divorced. Right. You're not 15 years old. No, totally. And, and you know, it's like uh, we, uh, I remember we were talking to some friends of ours we were on tour with and one of the guys was like, yeah, I'm going back and listening to our band's old record to try to get inspired uh, to write the new record and it's like, well, that's the worst fucking idea I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. You're seeking inspiration from yourself when you knew less than you know now. It's a, like it's it's just you know that ain't how we roll, man. It, like you know that yeah. like the Ocalcutta was a record about like young dudes that like lived fucking down the road from each other and 
went out to the bars and thought everybody else was total bullshit and we were going to like conquer the world and shit like that. Now, Chris lives in Portland. I live here. I've got two kids. It's like writing that record is like completely disingenuous at this point, you know? And I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like to think the Lawrence Arms have like a certain like. Like, I think the new record sounds like evolved, but it sounds like us. And like, you know, when we were doing it, I was like thinking, like, oh man, like. Like, how are we going to capture who it is we really are still in this record, even though, like, so much time has passed? And, um, uh, like, what I love about this band is that there is just, like, a real, like, core feeling and, like, sound that has some bleed, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, that, that was what was really cool about making it now after so many years is, like, we get a chance to, like, reinterpret, like, this, this thing we have. I love it, man. Well, the new record is called Metropole. You guys are playing tonight, hometown show at Metro. Uh, kind of what's, what else is on deck for you guys? Like, what's next for Lawrence Arms or even individually with some of the other things? Like, kind of what else are you guys looking at for 2014? We're trying to figure out how to get to the U.K. It's the one place that's like a market that we, uh, where we have a lot of fans that we haven't been to on this uh, sort of tour cycle so far. And, um... That and that, but I mean, other than that, you know, um, kind of doing what we do, which is taking like we kind of had this nice chunk of time where we were out a bunch, and now we kind of take it as it comes a little here and see and see how things kind of come together. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, Chris and Brendan from Lawrence Arms, man. I'm not like I'm. A, I'm such a huge fan of the music, and it's always so great to get you guys on the podcast to be able to talk about it and. The new record, I love it. It sounds fantastic, and it is nice that you guys are are growing on it. And it's not an Avril Lavigne record because there are so many bands, and I'm not going to name names. There's so many bands where it's like, you're, you know, okay, I'm going to name one, Blink 182. You're not 15 anymore. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. So like, it's it's great to hear that. Um, new record is called Metropole. Everyone can check it out anywhere you hear music. Um, Chris and Brendan, Lawrence Arms, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Thank, thank you so you much, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's always always good to hang. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited Podcast. Thanks to Brendan Kelly and Chris McCoggan of the Lawrence Arms for being on the show this week for Dynasty Podcasts and Do 312. You can find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com and more from Do 312 at Do312.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.